Okay, we're learning Daf Hay, and we're starting from uh, three lines down. So let's just give a recap where it is that we're holding, so we can launch in. So we had a machlokas yesterday. There were five different opinions about the duration of time that it takes to become over on the law of Baal Ta'akam. The Torah says, When you vow, pledge to Hashem, some sort of carbon or other type of debt stack, it should not be delaying. And we came out, we clarified yesterday that we have a pasuk earlier in Parshas Re'eh, when a person is required to come to the base of Mikdash, when they're shama, they should be bringing their karbanos. There's no question that the mitzvah's essay, what you should do, what's required for a person to do, is bring a karban on the first regal that he shows up. That's for sure what the mitzvah's essay is. But the question is, what's the duration of time that passes for the los essay before one is over on Lubal Ta'achar? So we had a five-way dispute. We basically noted that, the, well, let's start with Rameir. Rameir is the simplest position. Rameir says, the same amount as the essay. The essay passes after, after one thing. So, come of course, then you've delayed after the first regal. But another Shimon, he was saying, the passage of two, any passage of two. Then we had the opinion of the Tanakhamba. Those, those two opinions were not looking at the following Pasuk. The next three opinions that we're going to discuss all look at the Pasuk of three times a year, people should be Olo Regal. Now, the Pasuk right before I've been talking about Sokis and before that Shavuos and before that Pesach. And then when it says up here three times, the mitzvah will be Olo Regal, it says, So the Gemara says it didn't have to say these words. These are extra words. We know what we're talking about. So the Tanakhama takes these words and he applies it to the Rav Fani Rekam and he says, as a drasha, that you're over on Baal Ta'achar as soon as three regalim pass. According to the Tanakhama, it didn't really matter what the sequence was. Any passage of three regalim. Then we have Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon says specifically Chag HaSukas is extra because that was really what the Pasuk was talking about right before. So he says that even within it repeating even within this drasha that it's extra, but specifically Chag HaSukas is super extra. And the point that the Pasuk is coming to say is that it always has to be in that sequence. You're only over if a Pesach and a Shavuos and a Sukkot passes. And according to Rabbi Shimon, hypothetically, it could take up to five regalim for a person to be over in Baal Ta'achar. Uh, hypothetically, if a person did it, uh, pledged the carbon right before Shavuos, let's say, Shavuos would pass, Sukkot would pass, he's not yet over, and then Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. Only then, after the fifth regal would be over, after that Sukkot would he be over. And then we had one last opinion, is that it all just depends on Sukkot. Meaning sometimes it could be one, sometimes it could be two, sometimes it could be three, just as soon as Sukkot passes, you're over on Baal So what happened was, is that the Gemara was wondering that according to the first two opinions, Rabbi Meir and, and, and Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, who say it's, it's, it's one or two, so obviously they're not learning from these words, they're not deriving the law about the Acher from there. So what do they do with the words? Why, according to them, did in fact it say, it say those extra words? So the Gemara explained yesterday that it's coming to tell me a law of Tashlumin. That Shavuos is only a one-day holiday. So how do I know that if somebody didn't bring the Karbonos of the holiday, they didn't bring the Chagiga or the Riyah on the first day, on the first day, the only day of the holiday, how do I know that there are six extra makeup days, that there are Tashlumin of a seven-day duration when you can bring the Karbonos? How do I know that? So we say, because it says, Bechagamatos and Bechagashavuos and Bechagashukos, so it didn't have to say these words. So it's making a hekish that they're all like each other. Just as on Pesach, there are seven days of Tashlumin, so too... There are seven days of Tashlumen by Shavuos. We noted, we explained, we're not going to learn from Sukkot, even though by Sukkot there are eight days of Tashlumen. And Sukkot is in the Pasuk for a different reason. Sukkot is learned that we learn the halacha of Lina. Just as by Pesach, you're required to spend the night overnight after the regal, so too, that halacha applies by Sukkot as well. So that justifies 
why said to make this big hackish from all the holidays to each other to derive certain halachas one from the other. So the Gemara now is picking up and saying, So now, for the Tanakhama and Reb Shimon, who do use the words, right? That's their whole source, that it's three. Either any three, three in the right sequence, whatever it is. But they're using the, 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 phrase, the phrase in the Pasuk to teach me the laws about the Acher. So according to them, Tashlumen la'atzeris minaluhu. How do they know the halacha that there's Tashlumen for Shavuot? They can't say that they learn from, from the Hekish because they're using the, the, the word to teach something else. It's not extra words. The words are coming to be teaching me the laws about the Acher. So how do they know the law that Tashlumen applies to atzeris? So the Gemara says, they derive it from a different source. From the price, so the Rabbi Rashmuel taught. The Torah has different places we are, where we count something and then we sanctify something. A count that leads up to a day of sanctity. What is that? Every single month, the Torah mandates us to count the days. And then, when we Mikadesh, then the month that comes afterwards. Now, the, just the novelty, this might seem like an obvious point, but it's not actually so obvious because, again, the lunar calendar is a little confusing because the cycle of the moon is 29 and a half days. It's not a perfect, you know, it's not a perfect day. So if it's not a perfect day, either 29 days in the month or, 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 or 30 days. So maybe before you even think about that question, maybe it should just be until the birth of the new moon. Maybe the month should switch when the new, the new moon comes, when the new moon comes, meaning maybe it should chop off in the middle of the day, the month should switch. How do we even know that it's either 29 full days or 30 full days? The Torah says, because elsewhere it says in the Torah, that a month always has to be composed of full days. So some months are going to have 29 days, some months are going to have 30 days, but whatever it is, you're counting days and then you make a month. Meaning you don't count until the moon is reborn. It's a very important yesite. The Gemara is not stating the obvious. The Gemara is saying a halacha principle. That you don't simply wait until there's a rebirth of the moon and then it's the next month. A, a, a month to no month is not 29 and a half days later. It's just not, it's not, it doesn't work by that. It always works in terms of days. There's a unit and it has to work with the unit. You, got, you could have 29 days, you could have 30 days, but it's got to work with the unit of days. That's a Pasuk that's derived as the source. It's a very important source that we learned from Rashi that a month you count the full days, whatever a day is, however many days you were working with, and then the, you get a Kiddush of Rosh Kodesh. So too, we find another place where we count days. We find by Shavuos as well, a very similar thing. We're counting days, right? Sefirah, so Omer, the Torah tells us to count the days. And then eventually the 50th day, we're told to mark as the holiday of Shavuos. So those are the two instances where we're counting something complete. And then at the end, we're sanctifying the day afterwards. During the month, we count the days and then we have a Rosh Chodesh. And during Sefirah Omer, we count Sefirah Omer and then we have a Shavuot. So what does that analogy teach us? Just as with the month. How long is a Rosh Chodesh? Rosh Chodesh is as long as the unit that a month is made of. A month is made of units of days. Chodesh Yomim. That's why I was counting days and I end up with a Rosh Chodesh that is one of those units. That is one of those days. Af so too Shavuot should have a Kedusha for an equal time for the units by which it is counted. What unit do you count the Omer with? We count, the Gemara is trying to say, by weeks. Sheva Shabbosos Timimos. We're counting, Musvartim, the counting goes with units of weeks. Now, yes, we count with days also. The Gemara is going to attack that in a second. But we definitely count as well with units of weeks. So since we count in terms of unit of week, so the Kedusha of Shavuot should be one week. 
just as by Rosh Chodesh, the unit of Kedusha is as long as the unit of the count that was made that led up to it. The Chodesh was Ar Chodesh Yamim, therefore it's one day of Rosh Chodesh. So to hear, you're counting in weeks to get to Shavuos, and therefore Shavuos should be a week. Shavuos is a week? How could that be, right? Must be, Shavuos is a week in the sense that there's Tashlumin for a week. That's how we know that there's Tashlumin. So even though the literal holiday is only going to be, of course, for one day, like the Torah says it should be, but we know from this analogy that there should be a unit of a week that is making up, that is making up Shavuos, and then we, we apply that for the halacha of Tashlumin. Okay, great. So that's how these Tanam are going to know the din of Tashlumin. Fractic Gemara, Imat Zeretz Yoma. What does that even mean? We're counting days, right? Shouldn't the analogy be we count days by, by the month, and therefore Rosh Chodesh is a day, and so too we count days by the Omer, and therefore Shavuah should be one day. Meaning, like the Gemara is like, why are you assuming that, Shavu, that the Omer is counted in units of weeks, and therefore saying that the Kedusha of Shavuah should be a week? Don't we count each and every day? So the Gemara answers, What? Do you think you only count days and not count weeks? Oh, Marmar, Mar said, There's a commandment to count the days and there's a commandment to count the weeks. And we learn up that there's two points. The Torah tells us to count the days and the weeks. So since it's, there is an obligation to count the weeks, so therefore our Hekish was justified in the sense that, should, that the Omer is counted in terms of weeks, and therefore we say Shavuot should also be the weeks. Lama's blaming, the analogy is mamish beautiful, because you count days and you count weeks. You talk count both. So on the one hand, Shavuot should be a unit of a day, and it should also be a unit of a week. How could it be a day and be a week? If Shavuot is one day or is it a week? That's it. The holiday itself is one day. But the Tashlumin, the, the residual effect that still allows you to bring the Karbanos, is the unit of a week. It's my beautiful point. Since there is a mitzvah as well, that's the point. There's also a mitzvah to count the weeks. Shavuos is also a week long. That's the way that the drasha ends up being. Now, it's a whole hack in the Akronim. Is it two separate mitzvahs to count the days and the weeks? Or is it one mitzvah to count the days and the weeks? One of the big nafkuminos that the Akronim talk about is, you know, we're very familiar. If you forgot the Omer one night, you can't count anymore with the Bracha because it might be one big mitzvah. It's not a separate mitzvah each night. It might be one big mitzvah. But the Akronim say, even if that's true, it could still be that one, when you get to the week, you get to 7, 14, or 21, that night you might be able to make a Bracha and count the weeks if it's a separate mitzvah, and that applies. The mitzvah is to count the amount of weeks. So every, every time then you're doing, you're, you're doing the mitzvah of counting the weeks. And then other achronim say, and let's even take it further. Is the mitzvah to count the weeks only on 7, 14, and 21? You say one week, two weeks, maybe it's the breakdown of the weeks as well. When you say, let's say it's night 13, and you say it's one week and six days, maybe that's also a counting of the weeks. Maybe the counting of the days is when you say, Ayom Yom, but the counting of the weeks is when you say, Shem Yom, that's also a counting of the weeks. Or no, maybe the counting of the weeks is only on 7, 14, 21. A lot of different achronishahak with this. And another way of looking at it is, it's not a separate mitzvah. It's one big mitzvah to count both. But either way, for us, it's important that there's an aspect of counting the weeks, and that's why the Gemara is justified here in making this analogy that Atzera should have an aspect that it's a week long. And the Gemara says, look at the very name, V'od Chaga Shavuos Ksif. Its very name is the Chag of Shavuos, which is the, 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 the holiday of the weeks. So now it makes sense that the unit of Shavuos is supposed to be a week long. And we're applying that in the sense that it means Latashlumen. It does not mean in the literal thing, obviously, Shavuos is only one day. But what we have is that the, the Tashlumen is Koshiva. Okay, so now we've concluded that. 
Now, what we're going to do is go back to the Brisa on Daftalit, and we're going to analyze a lot of things that the Brisa said. The Brisa was talking about different things which are subject to Balta Achar. So again, the classical thing is I make a carbon, I donate it, but I didn't bring it. Just sitting in my backyard for three regalim, I'm over in Balta Achar. That's the simple case. But the Gemara started listing a whole list of things which are subject to that, and one of them was a carbon Pesach. So a carbon Pesach has Balta Achar. So the Gemara has a kasha. Pesach bar maker bar regalim is a carbon Pesach something that you could bring on any festival. Pesach zimna kviyale. The Pesach has a fixed time. What's the fixed time on the fourteenth, right before Pesach? You can only bring it in six hours. That's all you have to bring the carbon Pesach. E If you brought it at the right time, you offered it. Meaning, if you did the right thing, you did the right thing. If your person did not bring it on time, you didn't bring it in those six hours. Idchile. It's pushed away. What does that mean? It's pushed away. It's pushed away means you can never bring it. You can't have a theoretical three regalim to bring a carbon. Pesach, if you did not bring a carbon Pesach right away in those six hours, it's forever rejected. You can't bring it. Meaning most carbonos say I donated carbonola and sitting in my house. Didn't bring it right away. Bring up the three regalim. Afterwards, I'm over about the We understand the point the price. But here by Pesach, we don't really understand the point. A Pesach doesn't fit into that. If I bring it in the right time, I'm not over about the Acher. And if I don't bring it in the right time, then what? It's pushed away. So how do I have the Balta Acher after three regalim? Now, what does the Gemara mean though? Does the Gemara mean, is the point of the Gemara's question that it should not be in the Brisa in the sense that you'll never have Baal Ta'achar in the carbon Pesach? That's the Pashup shot in the Gemara. So either you brought it or you didn't, but there's never Baal Ta'achar. Either you bring it in the right time, you're Mekai in the Mitzvah. If you didn't bring it in the right time, what are you, what are you over? You're, you're nullified bringing the carbon Pesach, but that's not Baal Ta'achar. Baal Ta'achar is delaying for up to three regalim. That only applies for something that could be brought for three regalim and I'm not bringing. But here, where as soon as it's after those six hours, I simply can't bring it, there's no Baal Ta'achar It's like not putting on filling. You did the wrong thing, but there's no balta acher. That's the pasuk pshat in the Gemara, but that's not the way that Taisus learns. Taisus learns pshat in the Gemara's question that the Pesach's balta acher should be right away. Meaning that if somebody doesn't bring the carbon Pesach if by the end of the afternoon of Yudalad Nisan, he's right from balta acher. That's the Gemara's question. Meaning, why is the price of presenting it together with the rest of the things that balta acher is with three regalim? Frank the Gemara by Pesach, the balta acher should be right away. So Taisus' opinion is, is that there is a Baal in Pesach. What the Gemara is asking is not that it's not subject to Baal The Gemara is saying that the timeline for Baal is not right. It's mashman the price so that it has the same timeline for Baal the same three regalim. Frank the Gemara, it should be quicker, it should be accelerated, because since it's Idrile, by not bringing it on Erev Pesach, I'm rejecting its possibility of bringing it. So in that moment, that itself is a Baal It should be just accelerated in a quicker way, which is a big chiddish from Taisus. Yeah, but that's not even regalachah. Regalachah, we're going to see in the Gemara is when the whole holiday passes. This is not even that. This is just as soon as it's, Pesach starts, you're up in Baltachar. Why? Because the new angle. It's the angle that is rejected. That itself is the Ichor. It's a huge chiddish the way it tells you the Gemara. Everyone understand. Pashib Shad, Baltachar means, not that because it's pushed away and I can't bring it. I could bring it, just I waited too long. That's the Chafsa Baltachar. That's what that area is. Don't wait too long to take care of what you should take care of. It's not be. But and there, and the amount of time is three regalim. That's the time frame for the mitzvah. If I wait to, to, too long, be, and now it's possible to bring, but it hasn't been three regalim, that's also about the And that's what the Gemara is asking. And it doesn't belong in the list. So the Gemara says, you're right. Pesach was said for no reason. Sometimes we have that, that the Tana will throw something in that doesn't belong. Now, it's, it's laughable a little bit, right? It is, right? It's funny. But it, it, it's not so funny. Titus makes it a little bit better because it has Baltacher. It doesn't belong in the list of things where the Baltacher is after three regalim. But it has Baltacher. It's not like it's wrong. It's not wrong. It's just this is not really like the other things that are in the list.
Says the Gemara, second approach, Rav Shesha Zamer, my Pesach, what did the Pesach mean in the Brisa? Shalmei Pesach, I meant the Shlamim of a Pesach. So you might want to remember this from Sachim. What happens if something is designated as a carbon Pesach, but it wasn't offered, uh, let's say, because it was lost. So you designate a carbon Pesach, it was lost, it's 2 p.m., you're getting nervous, you're sweating it out, so you designate another one. Then tomorrow you find the, your lost one. So what do you do with that? So the halacha is a very interesting thing. It automatically is offered as a Shlamim. Fascinating halacha. Different psukim, which makar for that, a common pasach, which was lost and wasn't offered, then automatically is offered as a shlamim. And what is it? It's basically that a pasach has that like overlap with shlamim, that it can be brought as a pasach, and if for whatever reason it wasn't brought correctly, if it wasn't pushed away, then it could theoretically be brought as a shlamim. So if I stop after the pasach and I do the wrong thing and I don't bring it, I can't bring it as a shlamim. It's rejected, it's pushed away. What the Gemara said before was true. But let's say I have something like a carbon pesach was lost, and then I only find it after the zman, then it could be carved as a shlamim. So when the price was saying that a pesach or over and baldach after three regalim, it meant in such a case a pesach was turned into a shlamim, meaning the pesach was lost, and then I found it afterwards. And then what should I do with it? I should bring it as a shlamim. So if I didn't bring it as a shlamim for after three regalim, then I'm over on baldach. Frankly, Gemara, it's a great shot, but iachianu shlamim. The brisa already is redundant because the brisa already, that was one of the examples of the brisa. The brisa said shlamim. So what does it mean, Pesach? Oh, Shalmi Pesach. That is Shlamim. It's the same thing. Says the Gemara, no. Tani Pesach. Tani Yes, they're both offered as a Shlamim. But we're saying two different types of Shlamim. The, 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 there's a case of Shlamim as a carbon which was designated itself to be brought as a Shlamim. And the Bryce was also, also talking about a case of a Shlamim which was Ba Machmas Pesach. It was designated as a Pesach and it turned into a Shlamim. Why does it have to say Shlamim twice? Meaning, what's the greater novelty in both cases? I may have thought to say, since it's brought because of a Pesach, meaning this morphed into a Shlamim, but it came from a Pesach, a Pesach dummy. I would say it's like a Pesach. So what does that mean? I would say that if you didn't, if, just as by the carbon Pesach, we're saying that you're over in Baltach as soon as Pesach begins, because after that, it can't be a Pesach like we said. So I would say with the same thing with the Shlamim, which, which came from a Pesach, that I would say that as soon as one holiday passes, you're over. Like the same way by the Pesach itself. As soon as you didn't bring it right away, you're over. So maybe here, the Shalom Abba Machmas Pesach should also have the same strict stringency. We should say you're over very quickly. And as soon as one regular be over, you'd be over. Kamash no. Once it turns into a Shlamim, it's subject to the regular rules of the Acher. And the regular rules are you're only over once three regalim pass. So we're ending up saying that the price when it said Pesach is not referring to a Pesach, but rather a Shaman Pesach. But it comes out that both answers of the Gemara seem to concede the point that a real Pesach, as soon as you didn't bring it on Erev Pesach, it's rejected. You're over on Baltach or Taka right away. Okay. Now the Gemara goes back to a whole list of the things in the price. Remember, you kind of want to hold hot cup over here and what all the things that were listed in the price that you're over on Baltach. Like they went through a lot of things. What did it say? I'll just quickly repeat it. Any chayvi damim irichin haramim hektish katas asham ola shlamim staka meiser bechar bechar meiser pesach lekat shechopeya all those things you have three regalim you're over about to achar so the gemara says menon imili how do we know all this like the pasuk just says kisido nadel hashem alokecho when you make a vow to God how do we know all these specific cases says the gemara the tanur abanan we elaborated says in the brayt kisido nadel so we have a language of a nadel so what's again what's a nadel. A neder is when a person pledges on themselves to bring a carbon. They say, Hare Alai, a carbon. I took Kamen Abin to bring a carbon. They haven't specified a specific animal, but what they're saying is, it's on me to go bring a carbon. So, in the 
neder. I would say maybe bal is only when you make a neder. Nidava minayin. How do I know there's bal ta'achar and a nidava? Nidava is when I go over to an animal and I say, I raise you. I say, this animal is an ola. So it's already an ola. Now it's just, you got to go bring it. How do I know that if I delay bringing that animal, which is already a carbon, that there's bal ta'achar? And the Gemara later will tell us why, you know, there's a far one way, it's far the other way. There should be more bal ta'achar and there should be more bal ta'achar and there But it's definitely a different case. So for today, just focus. Hey, the Torah said neder. How do I know nidava? So the answer is never kind of nether. Here the Pasuk says nether. Venemar the Halon, there's another Pasuk, im nether o nedava. There's another Pasuk in the Torah, in Parsha Sav, where it says in nether o nedava, where the words nether are used right together with nedava in the same phrase. So ma'ala halon nedava imo, just as in that Pasuk in Sav, nedava is written in the same phrase as nether. Afkan, even though it only says nether, nedava imo, we can derive that nedava is with it. It is as if the Torah also wrote nedava. So even though it only said, we assume intuitively, based upon this, this idea that Nidava is included. Then the Torah says, when you make the Nadar, La Hashem Elokecha. Obviously, you're in a Dharma to Hashem, right? Who else are you making a Nadar to? So what, so, so what, the words are extra. So we say, So it comes to include all other sorts of things that a person donates to the base of Mikdash, all the different categories. Are all included in the Lav Balta from the words, La Hashem Elokecha. So then we say, we continue in the Pasuk, You should not delay to pay it up. So we say that there's a diak here. You shouldn't pay it. You shouldn't delay when you're paying it. Who? It's only for it that you're liable for delaying it. But you're not liable for the for the substitute. Now we have to understand what in the world is that a reference to. The chilupin of a carbon, the substitute that for the carbon has no baltacher. What is the case? Why are you not over in baltacher? We have to see. We're going to see the Gemara's analysis. Continues the Gemara. Key, why, why, why is there about the Acher? Key, Doroshi, because God will demand it. So obviously those are extra words. So what is that referring to? Ilchatos, Ashamos, Olos, Shlomo. It's referring to all different types of Karbanos. Meaning, and the point is that Hashem is demanding from you, these are Chiyuve HaKarban. Um, chiyuve HaKarban. And when we say Ola and Shlomo, we're talking about Chiyuve type of ones, like Ola, Sriya, and Shami Chagiga. That's the point we're saying here. All sorts of Chiyuvim. Ki Doroshi Hashem is demanding it from you. That's not a neder and a dava. Those are the Karbanos which are mandated, required to be brought. Hashem Elokecha. Hashem, your God. Again, extra word. Ki Doroshi Hashem Elokecha. Elu Tzakos Umayi refers to Tzedakah, general, when you pledge money to the poor. We'll see an interesting point about that coming up. Maisros, which is a carbon maiser behema, ubachar, and the bachar carbon. So th- these are examples which are also included in Baal Te'acher. Okay, so now we continue. Me'imach, Hashem will demand it of you. This is from Leka Chechopea. And uh, we, we say that the word imach is a reference to that because when it talks about the poor, it says, es ha'ani imach, the poor person who is with you. So we say that the word imach here is a reference to Leka Chechopea, to the gifts of the poor. Then the pasuk continues, right? God is demanding it from you. You're not bringing it in time. There will be a sin that is in you. So what does that mean? It's mashma, like an exclusion. In you, there will be a sin. But there will not be a sin in your carbon. What does that mean to say? It means that what happens if a person did not bring the carbon in time? He didn't make, he didn't make the deadline of the three regal. So he's over on the lava about the acher. He has done the wrong thing. But does the carbon become invalid? What should you do? What you do afterwards? The halacha is the carbon is still kosher. You bring the carbon. It's only b'chachet. The gavra has done a sin, but the carbon is still a kosher carbon, and the right thing to do is to bring the carbon afterwards. So the prison is over in the lab, but the carbon is still kosher. All right. So now we analyze what we said before. Amar mar, losa acher You shouldn't delay to pay it. 
So we say, who, there's only a lav of delaying it. There's no lav if you, if you delay bringing the chilupin. If you would delay bringing the substitute carbon, there's no issue. So the Gemara is like, chilupe mai. And let's just get into a little bit of an introduction over here. You might remember, Meseches Temura. Temura means that a person goes to a carbon and he says, you know what, the kedusha of this animal should be switched onto another animal. Now the Torah says you're not allowed to do that. It's usher to make a chilupin. One of the most things like you say to the chinuch just to understand is that, you know, kedusha isn't transferable like that. Kedusha is permanent. Do you think you could just come and, and go onto an animal and say that the Kedusha should go because you decide it should go on another animal? That's forbidden to think in such a way. And you know what happens if you do? Both are holy. So meaning there's effect to your action that the second animal, the substitute, becomes holy. By who, who is Murasu Yeh Kodesh? But the Kedusha does not leave the first animal. So what happens? What do I do with this new substitute carbon? This Timura. So it's holy. It's a carbon. What do I do with it? But on the other hand, it's very much an object of sin, right? It's something you shouldn't have done. So what's interesting, you kind of guys have to trust the Gemara over here. We derive from different sources that it depends what type of carbon it is. If it's a carbon, a tumura of a chatos, it's supposed to be killed. It's one of the five chatos of Nesos. It's put to death. If it's an asham, it's not offered. It's sent to graze, get a mum, and then you're podate. But if it's a tumura of an ola or a tumura of a shlamim, then it's brought in the base of Mikdash as a donated carbon. Meaning just as the source is a donated carbon, when you make a tumur and do the wrong thing and you make a tumur of an ola or a shlamim, it is offered in the base of Mikdash. Okay, that's the background information to what you need to know here. So the simple understanding of lo chilupav, a substitute carbon, is a tumur. Now, because chilupav, that's kind of what it is. It's a substitute, right? You try substituting. So we're saying that there's only baltaacher on the original carbon, the one that you originally designated. But on the tumur, there's no baltaacher. So frek the gemar chilupe mai. What type of chilupin are we talking about? If you're talking about the Timur of an Ola or Shlamim, it cannot be that there's no Baltacher. Why? Mikrav Karvi. They're supposed to be brought. Meaning the din is, as I told you, that there's Timura Ola or Shlamim is brought. If that's true. So of course it should have Baltacher. It's fascinating. The Gemara simply rejects the possibility of saying that because it's a Timura, there shouldn't be Baltacher. If the Torah says to bring it, then why shouldn't there be Baltacher? Who cares that you didn't pledge it? Why is it any different than, let's say, uh, something else that you have to bring where there's Baal Ta'achar on that? At Kama, you have a carbon, and the din of the carbon is that it's supposed to be brought, and it's sitting around. you got to bring it. Of course, it's Baal Ta'achar. It cannot be, the Gemara says, it cannot be that that's what we mean to exclude. And if you're going to say it means the substitute of a chatos, that surely can't be correct. Why? Because Lamisa Asa, it's supposed to go die. So what's the point of the Gemara? Baal Ta'achar is that when you owe something to God and you're supposed to bring it to God, so then if you didn't do what you're supposed to do, then you're Ovan Baal But if you're not supposed to bring it, then how could there be Baal Ta'achar? Right? That's clear. It's delaying bringing it to Hashem. But if it's not supposed to be brought to Hashem, then obviously there's no Baal Ta'achar. Says the Gemara, you're right. Elamai Chilufav. What Chilufam are we talking about? Chilufe Toda. We're talking about a substitute of a Toda. Now, the Toda was one that we didn't speak about. A Toda is like a Shlamim, where, where the, toda, the Toda is offered and the Tmur is also offered. However, there's a big thing. Like what's, what's different about a toda from a regular shlamim? One of the main differences is that a toda is accompanied with bread, 40 loaves of bread. But the tamura's toda is not accompanied with bread. It's just supposed to be brought without bread. So what happens, you ready for this case? A toda got mixed up with its tamura. So a toda requires bread. Its, its tamura is supposed to be brought without bread. They get mixed up. What are you supposed to do? So practically you're stuck. You can't really bring because you don't know which one to bring the bread with and which one not to. You're stuck. The Gemara says, Menachos, practically you're not going to be able to bring it. But essentially the carbon's supposed to be brought. Just you practically are stuck. So the Tani Rabchia taught in the bride. So I told the Shinozavit to us, what happens if we told it got mixed up with its Tamura? 
one of them died. Meaning, if they're both standing around, then you can just bring them both and say the bread is for one of them. Whichever, whichever one is the toda, the bread is for that one. But if one of them died and you just have a suffix if it's a toda and a tumu or a tumura's toda, you're stuck. The counterpart, the one that's left living, has no, no way to fix it. You can't bring it. Why? Because how am I going to bring it? If I offer it with the 40 loaves of bread, maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's the substitute, which is supposed to be offered without the bread. It's supposed to be offered without the bread. It's also to bring the loaves with it. Why is it also? Because you're bringing machnas chul and lazara. You're bringing in the unconsecrated loaves. The loaves can't become kadosh if this is the tamura. And you're not allowed to do that. And if you're going to say, bring it without the bread, maybe it's the original toldi, which has to be offered with the bread. So basically, it's impossible to offer the animal. So if they were both alive, you could bring it. You just stipulate that the 40 loaves should be assigned to whichever one of the animal is really the, the, the toldi. You may not know which one it is, but it's assigned to that one. But if one of them dies, you can't play that trick. So you just have to know if it's a toda or not a toda. And you don't know. You don't know what's the toda, what's the tumor. So you cannot practically, in that case, bring it. So now the Torah is coming to say, where would I be over in Baal Because what am I going to do with that tumor's toda over there? I'm just going to have it sit around. I can't bring it, right? So is there Baal That's an amazing question. Why? Because it really should be brought. It's not shot the din of the carbon is not to be brought. If the din of the carbon is to bring, the person got into a pickle because he doesn't know if it's the tumor or the, or the toda, and therefore practically he's, a, he, he's stuck. And he can't bring it. But the din of the carbon, the carbon wants to be brought, right? So is there Baal or not? So you may have thought that there is Baal because the din of the carbon is to bring. Zok the Torah, who? The lochi lupav. The substitute, there's no Baal Since practically you can't bring it, therefore there's no Baal Why can't we just force him to bring another carbon and then have him make the stipulation again? Because it won't solve anything. The Gemara goes through this in Menachos and Dafpeh, Mamash for your question, but it won't solve anything. Because what carbon are you going to make? If you're going to make a toda, that new toda definitely requires bread. So you didn't solve your issue. You're not going to know then, should I bring 40 or bring 80? So still, the, 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 you're always going to have the extra, the extra amount that, that you're going to have in Suffolk if you bring the bread. So the Gemara now says, no. Since it's not practical to bring it, why do I need a Pasuk to exclude it? Meaning the Gemara doesn't buy the Havamina. The Gemara doesn't think it's a good Havamina that there should be Baal See, practically, Lamaisa, you for sure can't bring it. So if practically you can't bring it, of course there's no Baal Now, I would have said, and this is what, 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 the, what I think the Gemara was coming off of, is that you put yourself in that, I can't say you put yourself, but you got into that predicament because your Toda got mixed up with your Chilupe Toda. But we always, from the, from the perspective of the carbon, there's nothing wrong with bringing it. The carbon knows what it is, so to speak, right? If in the perspective of the din of the carbon, the din of the carbon is to be brought, you as a person are not able to fulfill what the din of the carbon is. But the Gemara evidently is looking about the Acher practically. Right? I understand. No, that's what I'm saying. The din of the Chathos is that the din of the Chathos is Mesa. Yeah, you can't bring it. It's impossible. So you don't hear my point? By the Chathos, it's not that you can't bring it. It's much more. You can't bring it because the din of the carbon is that it should not be brought. Tamuras Chathos is Lamisa. Here, I don't know what this is. It's either Tamuras Chathos or, or Tamura Toda or Toda. But whichever one it is, it did is to be brought. I don't know which one it is, and therefore I can't bring because I have a suffix in the Lachan. But the dinner of the carbon is to be brought. So I, that's why the Gemara was thinking maybe it's about that. So Gemara, no. Lamaisa, you got to work with practicality. If you don't know what to do, so now God can't expect you to do what you can't do. If it is impossible for you to bring it, so it's impossible for you to bring it. So how could you have Baal So the Gemara says, we have to take a different approach. 
Again, we're looking at Huvalupav, we don't understand the case. We're going to go back to the possibility that it's a regular Tamur of Olo Shlamim. The case is like this. We're not talking about Tamura, we're talking about a different type of substitute. We're talking about an animal that was supposed to be brought, it sat in my backyard for two Magalim, no Baltach yet, then it developed a Mum. What do I do when a carbon developed a mum? What's the halacha? You redeem it onto another animal, right? There's, there's the process of redemption where the Kedusha is transferred. So the chiloacha, you transfer the sanctity to another animal. Now, the overall of regalachod, one more regal passes and you didn't bring the new animal. Are you over on balta'acha? The new animal only sat in my backyard as a carbon for one regal. But the Kedusha that is on this substitute animal was transferred from an animal that had already sat around for two. So I would think to say, oh, since the substitute is, is, is getting its Kedusha from the original carbon, the original carbon sat around for one, now the new carbon sat, sat around for two, and now the new carbon is sitting around for an additional one. I would say it is as if you have one carbon that sat around for three regalim. So therefore there should be Baal for delaying it even after just one regalim. The Pasuk says, no. So it doesn't mean that the, the new carbon will never have Baal Avada has another three regalim pass. Of course there's Baal But what we mean is that it's a new cheshbon. The slate is clean. Even though the Kedusha came from an original carbon, but once it's now on a new animal, it's a new slate. And therefore, you're going to have to wait another three regalim to have Baal Very good that's all good in the Rabbanon. In the Rabbanon, you need three. So we could say, of that case, it was one animal that two passed, and then it was substituted on another one when it got a mum, and the Havamina is would be over in Baal after one more. But according to Rameir, there is only one regal. So what's the Havamina, right? What is the case where we, have, where we can spell out that Havamina? Practically, you can't have that case in Rameir because there's only one. So the Gemara says, No, you can still have the case. The case is, in the middle of the regal, and this is a very important thing we have to think, in Rameir, how long does it take me to be over on Baal The passing of an entire regal. Very important point. In Rameir, you need an entire regal to pass. So the case is, the regal started, I had one carbon sitting around. It got a mum in the middle of Cholomoed, and I was mechalit, I transferred the Kedusha onto a second animal, the other of a regal, and then the last three days of the holiday passed by. So I might think to say, we call it Kamakasi. Since the substitute got its Kedusha from the original, come on, the other regal, it's as if it passed the entire regal, and therefore there should be Baltachar, Kamashmullah, and then no, you're not liable. Again, very important point. In order for there to be Baltachar and Rameir, you need an entire festival to pass. If somebody donates a carbon on Cholomoid, for example, there would not be Baltachar at the end of the holiday. You need an entire regal to pass. If so, what would happen if the original carbon got the boom on Cholomoed and then you transferred the Kedusha onto a second one? So do I have to wait until the next regal or are you over just at the end of the regal? That's why the Pasuk is saying that you're not over in Baltachar until the next regal. Says the bride saw, we continue now. The Pasuk says there's going to be a sin in you, but there's not going to be a sin in your carbon. The carbon is not possible. Okay, that's the aside. About the Acher is the person has done the wrong thing, but the carbon is still kosher. 
What the law is derived from here. That's how I know when you delay a carbon, the carbon is still kosher. I know that from another place. I know it from what the Achirim teach. The Tanya says in the Bryce, Achirim, among other people say, A carbon bachar, a firstborn animal, is, is holy for Hashem. It's supposed to be brought as a carbon. What's the time frame? So the Torah says, And the Pasuk goes on to say that you should bring it in the first year of its life. You're supposed to take care of the chiv in the first year. What happens if I don't? So the Bachar now is, has had its first birthday. I would say it becomes like invalid kachim and it's possible I can no longer bring it again. I would say it becomes possible. This amount of one year is now afterwards is totally disqualified. Talmud Lomar, to, to say that that's wrong, the Torah says. The Torah says a long pasuk. There are many things I can only do in Yerushalayim. Eating Meiser Shani, your grain, your wine, and your oil of Meiser Shani is only in Yerushalayim. And eating the Bechar of your cattle and your flock can only be eaten after you bring it as a carbon in Yerushalayim. So there's a hekish between Bechar and Meiser Shani. What's the purpose of the hekish? Makish Bechar the Meiser. Ma Meiser, eno nifsal mishana lechaverto, just as Meiser Shani. Yet becomes Meiser Shani in the first, second, fourth, and fifth years of the cycle. But how long do you have to eat it? Do you, can you only eat it in those years? Let's say I have Meiser Shani and I didn't get around to eating it in the fifth year. Now it's already the sixth year of the Shemitah cycle. Am I not able to take it to Yerushalayim and eat it? Of course that you are. Of course you're able to still eat it after the year. So just as Meiser is not disqualified because you keep it from one year to the next, so to Bechar, the Hekish is teaching us, it doesn't come disqualified if you keep it from one year to the next. So even though the din of the Bechar is, that you're supposed to eat it as a carbon within the year. But if you don't, and it turns one, and it's still sitting around, the carbon is still kosher. So what, what, what is the Gemara's question? The Gemara's question is, from that din, from the Achirim teach us, we already see that if a carbon is supposed to be brought by a certain time, and you don't bring it by that time, because it turned too old, it's still kosher. Meaning, you haven't done the right thing. You're supposed to bring a bachar within the year. But if you didn't, the carbon is still able to be brought. That's what I see. A bachar la'akar she'ebr shenasa is still okay. So why don't we say that that's really a source by all carbonos? That when carbonos are supposed to be brought by a certain time, by the end of three regalim, it's still kosher. You're still, if you didn't do the right thing and it's sitting around after three regalim, the carbon is still kosher. Meaning, why do I need another source? Why do I need that? They teach me the carbon's kosher. I know that already from what I see in Bechar. Once I see from Bechar, which is derived from Meiser, that it's kosher even after the year passes, that should be like a source for a general idea that carbonos are still kosher even after their, the time when I'm supposed to bring them passes. So, so to here, why do I need the Pasuk? So the Gemara says, and this is Mamashi, a Saitistika Gemara. It's because you could learn the whole Kachim and not chance upon this, he said. It's true, you need it. I would say it's only a Bechar which is good after a year. You know why? The Lav Bar Hartsa'ah. It is not something which is coming to appease Hashem. Ritzay Hashem Elokin. What does the word Ritzay mean? What is Hartsa'ah? Hartsa'ah means appease. Meaning, it doesn't have a specific objective that is accomplished for the owner when you bring a carbon Bechar. You have a carbon, it's holy the first year. What's it doing? What's the objective in the Hakrova? Zilch. It's a din that's supposed to be brought as a carbon. But it's not being maratzah for the owner. It's a din that it's holy and you bring it on this back, but there's no ritzoy that is accomplished from the owner. That's why I would say, even if you pass the right time frame, still bring it. Why not? Because the karba never had a specific objective. 
It's a din carbon. That's the It's a din carbon. You bring it. If so, you're supposed to bring it in the year, you bring it in the year, bring it later. Avokajin de bnearzaninu. But other carbonos, which have a ritzoy, there's a specific appeasement which is taking place for the owner on the owner's behalf when it's brought. Ratsu. I would say it can't affect that appeasement if it's not brought in the right time. Meaning, if you're looking for an objective in your carbon, maybe Hashem gives you the time for it, and if you don't bring it in that time, the ritzoy won't be there, and therefore the carbon is, no, is not able to be brought. Kamash Malon, no. That even by carbonos that are b'nei ritzoy, still the halacha is that even if the three were gone past their kosher. Now, why is this such a Yisraeli Gemara? Let's go through. The Ritzor in Achatas and Ashram is very simple, right? The Ritzor in Achatas and Ashram is atonement. That's very clear. What's the Ritzor in an Ola? So the answer is, even though it's not in the Pesukim, an Ola is Machaper Archive essay. If a person fails to do a mitzvah, an Ola is Machaper. But what Ritzor is there in a Shlomim? What Ritzor is there in a Todah? What's the Ritzor? The Gemara is claiming here that Bechor is the only thing that's Lab Haratzah. So Lamaitzah, a very interesting thing here. Rashi says, Haratzah im lechapara im ledoirim. That there's a ritoy of a present. Very interesting insight. Just as when you give a present to somebody, you get closer to them, and that's such a thing by Karbanas. When you donate a carbon to Hashem, there's a ritoy for the owner. The owner is a ritoy in that sense when it's carbon is brought. But Bachar doesn't have that. Bachar is just an automatic carbon. It's born, it's holy for God. You're not bringing God a present. That's not what a Bukhar is. So what is it? There's no Ritzah. And the fact that there's a carbon without a Ritzah is like an unbelievable idea. It's like, you know, there's a concept of Avedas Hashem which has no Ritzah for the owner. It's a very interesting idea. That's what you say to the Gemara. And so bottom line is, even though we know Bukhar is not Nifzah after it's here, we still would have thought all our carbonos are Nifzah after the three we call them. And that's why we need the Pasuk to teach us otherwise. 